0: Welcome to the UAC podcast. UAC was founded to create a place where the most successful chiropractors from different backgrounds and from around the world
1: could come together to mastermind and create lasting friendships.
0: Our profession is unique and surrounding yourself with a genius inside of UAC is a formula to grow personally and professionally into the life you've always known you are capable of achieving. Welcome to Chiropractic's Brain Trust.
1: All right, everybody, this is Dr. Dub Serone here with Dr. Lin Mao, and I want to welcome our guest speaker today, uh, who is a serial entrepreneur uh, just outside Cincinnati, Ohio in Mason, where he was actually born as well, so I'd love to hear all about that transition. Um, and I want to introduce everybody to Dr. David Baring. But I have a question before we get into the specifics about who you are and what you do. I know that there's some kind of special relationship or something happened between you and Patrick Gentempo that got you into chiropractic, <laughs> right? Yes. Um, I'd love to hear
2: so, that. Okay. Uh, the The story is uh, when I was an undergrad at University of Cincinnati, I was driving limousines with my father. And uh, I had the opportunity to pick up uh, Pat Gentempo from the Marriott outside of uh, Cincinnati and take him to the airport. And uh, so we got in the uh, van and started heading off to the airport. And you know Pat, he starts chatting it up and figuring out who he's with and what they're about. So uh, he asked what I was doing and uh, told him I was in school for biology pre-med and was thinking about being a doctor and he asked me what kind of doctor and then we got into talking about chiropractic and so from 45 minute ride that we had to the airport uh he had said at the end hey if you uh decide you want to be a chiropractor I think you'd be a good one and if you if you want to go to school I'd say he told me to go to life university and then uh that he'd write a recommendation for me. So after that conversation and two more years of school and finishing up I thought yeah let's try the chiropractic thing. I looked at the uh, orthopedic route, and I looked at the family medicine route, and uh, you know, a lot of those guys liked their money and didn't necessarily love their job at the time. Uh, a lot of you know, the chiropractors I spoke to loved their loved their uh, jobs and didn't always like their money. And I figured, hey, you know, if you love this, you can probably make it work. Uh, so, uh, so I called Pat, um, and uh, he wrote a recommendation. I still keep the letter in my drawer for uh, to this day. But uh, that's that's how we uh, that's how I ended up becoming a chiropractor.
0: Oh my gosh, that is such a great story. I've heard it before, but it just struck me when you were telling it, like talk about serendipity, right? Like being in the right place at the right time. And it also speaks to Patrick because we know him as a person who's very prolific, right? Very influential in the fact that he would get in a car and not be on his phone. Maybe it was back before phones, but, you know, he engaged with you because he cared about chiropractic to spread the word. So, so cool that you were the uh, beneficiary. beneficiant of
3: that. So the three things I consistently hear from chiropractors is that I need a way to address issues I'm currently unable to address for patients. I need faster, longer lasting results for patients. And more importantly, I need a way for another part of my practice to earn as much money or more money than my hands earn without me involved. Those are the three problems that Aspen Laser and Theralight solve better than any other modalities or lasers on the market. We fully understand that the best way to experience the true benefits and results of a laser is to see, touch, and use it in your own clinic on your own patients. Our offer is for you to line up 10 to 15 of your worst case scenario patients with problems that you currently aren't able to fully address or fix and let us treat all of those issues in one day. Our pledge is that we'll get 90% of your patients virtually pain-free into full mobility within 10 minutes of their very first visit. If you aren't significantly impressed with the results and if we don't significantly outperform the laser you're currently using, I'll give you $500 for wasting your day. To call and schedule your no-risk, complimentary demo day, call or text Mark Murdoch at 214-641-1827.
0: Um, tell us a little bit about your practice. I know that you've come um, a long road with with in chiropractic. You've been the owner of multiple practices, and now mm-hmm. you're you're still the owner of multiple practices, but you scale down in a kind of a cool way. So tell us about your journey.
2: Um, well, back, uh, I graduated life in uh, two thousand and one. Um, went and worked in a personal injury clinic for about six months before I realized that wasn't. Uh, exactly what I was hoping for uh, in practice, Um, decided I could do it on my own and opened uh, opened an office, Uh, rubbed two magic pennies together and said, let's do this and uh, made plenty of mistakes on the way. Uh, About three weeks or not three weeks, three years into practice, I decided to expand and open up into another location with multiple doctors. Um, And then it went from one location to three locations to uh, I think in nine years ago I opened uh, eight and nine practices, so they were they were not that awesome, but I had <laughs> ten and I was proud of ten. So <laughs> it sounded good, uh, but you know they they uh, they weren't they weren't exactly going the way they needed to go. But uh, since then we've uh, we've shrunk down as we said. Uh, I think we had a UAC event in Hoboken where uh, one of the topics was release. Let go to rise, and it, and then we had another one about burn it down and start over, and and all those wonderful things. And and you know, it takes me a while to adapt, uh, to adapt things, uh, to adopt them, I should say. When when they hear it a couple of different times, I'm like, okay, I know how to do this. I know how to do this. And then you wake up and go, wait a minute, maybe I should be listening. <laughs> so I decided to uh, shut them down. Uh, shrink down to a size uh, that is manageable for quality uh, systems at work versus just having uh, decided to to release those and uh, improve the core. We may eventually open up more again down the road, but right now it's it's a uh, it's a great market to be a chiropractor because there are so many people that want chiropractors that I can't always find ones that fit my model. So uh, we know we've got solutions for that as well. But um, the journey comes back to here. I I have currently two practices, one in Mason, Ohio, which is about uh, five minutes from Kings Island, uh, and one up in Wilmington, Ohio, which is uh, about 40 minutes north between here and Columbus. And uh, those practices are, I have three chiropractors and we work all three and we're doing probably as much in the two locations as we did in 10 back then. So, uh, and more efficient, my life is a little bit easier. Uh, though I'm still very busy.
1: Mm. Yeah, it is amazing. I've actually watched because, you know, in our in our group, we have a lot of um, owners of franchises. And one of the most common things that I've seen is that they do a dump, right? They get rid of like excess that isn't working for them. They clarify their systems and their procedures. They get everything back on track and then mm-hmm. they build it to grow because now they know, right? You, right. you learn you learn from all those scars don't you
2: (laughs) yeah scars scar tissue right
1: yeah absolutely so you know one of the things that I noticed is that you do offer some like regenerative medicine you do some other things in your practice but I also know about you is that and and we just talked about this with someone else is you kind of like efficiency and you like clarity you like to know UAC members rely on innovative and rock-solid practice
0: solutions, especially when it comes to EHRs, practice management, and billing. This is why UAC recommends and stands behind Genesis Chiropractic Software. Genesis is a best-in-class, all-in-one chiropractic practice management system that has you covered from patient scheduling to documentation and all the way through billing. Genesis uses the power of AI to find work in the system and automatically assign that work to the right person, preventing tasks from falling through the cracks. Thousands of high-volume practices rely on Genesis every day to successfully grow and maintain their practices. Additionally, they integrate with most of your favorite marketing, scheduling, and payment solutions. Schedule a demo of Genesis today by visiting www.genesischiropracticsoftware.com.
1: Be sure to mention UAC! Confusion never converts, right? If you throw too many things in the bucket, your team gets confused, the the patients get confused, the community doesn't know what you actually do. Um, Tell me, obviously you've figured out how to make it um, palatable and make it so people understand that this is a, I guess a wellness model. Tell me how you were able to bring all of these different uh, service centers into your practice and keep your team on track and keep your mission, uh, and your purpose in focus?
2: Okay. Um, well, first, you know, there's the whole burn it down thing and, uh, the, uh, the teams don't interact that much. Uh, we had the regenerative medicine going. And I think at one of the UACs I was mentioning, we were bringing the medical on board as well. Uh, we did the medical thing for a bit and I'll tell you, we're not doing that anymore. Uh, Ah. there's just, too much garbage involved in that it was it was the the paradigm was so so disparate that we could not agree on a on a direction Uh, the regenerative medicine is is easy Uh, it falls right in line with uh natural healing uh you know we're using the body cells to heal the body uh between prp which is probably one of the most uh impressive uh regenerative therapies that is available uh, to using the mesenchymal stem cells that are somewhat, I guess, uh, questionable these days of who's using what. Uh, but we saw excellent results with that. Um, that All of that's currently on hold uh, with the medical side because I had to uh, part ways with my medical provider, uh, but the, that's infrastructure is ready to go again as soon as I decide to revamp that. But the chiropractic massage, the wellness, the, the weight loss, those are all the things that paid for everything else to exist, Uh, So I said, Hey, you know what? Let's focus once again. Let's get back to basics. Where are we here? Why are we here? Let's do this. Uh, And the patients are, the patients aren't confused when they come in and talk about the chiropractic, the massage, the wellness. Uh, They only confusion may be, wait, you don't want me to sign a 15 year contract. No, I don't want you to sign a 15 year contract. Let's see what we can do and get you there. Uh, We take everybody here in our practice individually uh, as they need to. And, and, uh, you know, we put them on wellness plans, but they're not, uh, they're not 15 years. Uh, so I do admire the 15 year old plans. I just don't I really want to know. Do so, uh, <laughs> do anyway, does uh, that exist? Uh, does that exist? I have several patients on the 20th. Maybe somewhere. Plan. We just
0: yeah. I need
2: to have to figure out how to get other people to, to realize why they should do it. Yeah. Um, but, but no, it's a, uh, it's been a, it's been a ride. We've gone up and down, um, back and forth. Uh, you know, some sleepless nights, but not many. I generally, uh, I don't regret any decision I've made um, because as we said earlier, you learn from the ones that you make that aren't the best. Yeah. So now we can revamp again. I know what I didn't know then uh, so that when I do relaunch, it'll be better, uh, more efficient um, in 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 many ways. Uh, I also learned about, you know, your staff. So when you Relinquish a lot of control of the staff, you have to check in every once in a while and make sure things are still going the way you want them, uh, because they will take and go the way they want to go with it uh often. And if you're absentee owner or looking the other way at another thing, chasing a different shiny squirrel, then you you sometimes lose some of the uh the continuity in in the, in the process. So uh you have to you have to revisit more frequently than than we had. So, you know, yeah. things we learned.
0: Great. Let's go back. You talked about the lecture that Patrick gave several mm-hmm. years ago. That was definitely in Hoboken about, and I about burning it down. Right. And that yeah. was the story for people who are listening that weren't there about, I believe the restaurant was called 11 Madison park. This is a very high end fine dining for Michelin star restaurant in New York city, like just the cream of the crop. And they'd achieved this fourth star. And the story was, and I think he kind of just built in this whole, really cool uh, message around even if you're at the top there are there are times when you just have to just break it all down and reconstruct just deconstruct and start over right right so it sounds like you've done that now twice at least (laughs) least. (laughs) that you told us about so for people that are listening like what are some signs like how do you know when it's time because you've been through this like tell us like that must have been a very kind of come to like a, a a peak where you were like, all right, something's got to change. So what did you see? What were some of the signs? How do you know when you should burn something down?
2: That's a good question. Um, I think that, you know, we, as an entrepreneur, you start to see signs in yourself and recognize when you're under undue stress or confusion. Uh, when you're confused about what to do next, then those are good times to start thinking about, am I doing everything I should be doing? Is this going the way I want it to go? Can I go a different direction and still succeed? You know what? What other things are available to make this better for everybody involved? I'm, I've always been a win-win-win person. I, I never like a win-lose uh, uh, scenario or a or a lose-lose-win scenario. Those just don't work well with me. So if it doesn't work for my patients, it doesn't work for my practice, it doesn't work for my employees, then it generally is not something that I find beneficial to continue with. Uh, So when you start to feel things aren't quite the way they should be, or they're getting harder instead of easier, then you need to to look at the whole system and decide whether it's worth keeping or worth starting it over.
1: Mm. Yeah, when I started crying on my way to work every day, I realized it was time. To... <laughs> that was a sign. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm never gonna to admit to doing that.
1: <laughs> so I grew up under chiropractic care. I've always loved chiropractic. I was so excited to be in practice. And for many years we did straight and then we integrated medicine. Big mistake for us. For some people, it works great, didn't work for us. So so I completely understand that when you're talking about a philosophy. And I know one of the most important things to you, is especially being a part of this group with UAC, is connection. Um, when there's confusion within the practice or between you and your patients or or within the philosophy, um, then it leads to a disconnection. So, um, you know, how difficult would you say was it to reel people in and bring people in maybe from some of the other practices into the, the current practices that you have now, um, you know, and help to guide them down that path of getting on track with with what it is that you're doing now, without the other.
2: I think it. I think I kept it separate enough that it was not uh, that didn't create confusion for the chiropractic side. Uh, we hired in uh, the practice manager. We converted a, an existing chiropractic uh, CA into one of the management roles and the sales roles in the regenerative side, uh, who then rolled into doing the family medicine side. And when when all that kind of fell apart, uh, the communication was breaking down. The the expectation, you know, I, I had wanted to guide this as a more natural medicine type of scenario where we were controlling um the, not necessarily how things were being done, but the mindset in which people gave, uh, did their work. So, you know, drugs last, surgery definitely lasts, you know, so going in order of what conservative measures could be done first. Is there any uh, functional medicine or nutraceuticals or things that could be used instead of drugs? That mm-hmm. was the plan from the beginning. Uh, the the medical uh, side came in thinking, how much money can we make on this existing clinics uh, net, network? And that wasn't, uh, not exactly what I was expecting. So didn't last very long. So that became a win-loss scenario and and they don't work for me. So, uh, But I did keep the the, um, employees separated enough that when we shut that down, the rest of everybody just kept going, doing what they were doing. Um, All those employees that were in the medical side uh, have since moved on to other places.
0: That's great, David. I love that message about just What's in what's in that that I hear is just it's got to align with your sole purpose and with your mission first, and then the, you know money follows value, right? Absolutely. So you've been a member of the UAC for we think about nine years, right? It's been well, a long roughly. time, roughly.
2: And, and I know yeah. we were at the Mandarin Oriental when uh, oh. Stacy and Nate uh, saw me at the Parker's convention and invited me to that with. Uh, ah.
0: uh, at,
2: uh, out there so that was kind of
0: wonderful oh how funny and then that was full circle because it was at the time Patrick's group so kind of cool for you I'm sure stepping into that so tell us what is the UAC meant to you I know that you have a very strong accountability group tell us about the group in general what it's meant to you and then also about your accountability partners
2: sure um so the the group for me is awesome I mean I I I've always been the person that come in and go. Why am I here? All of these people around us are doing so well. I'm, uh, you know, I, I even when I had ten offices, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I really belonged in the room. Uh, and I still, to this day, am humbled by the fact that I get to hang out with all of you cool people. Uh, but the the reality is that I look around now and I go, well, we're all here for this. You know, we get to help each other with our highs. We get to help each other with our lows. Um, the accountability program is great because you know, we get together once a week and we, and we say, okay, what are you doing? And, and what do you want to do? And let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. And, uh, and then occasionally we get the, uh, Hey, you didn't do what you were supposed to do from somebody in your group. And, and uh, that accountability is something that you don't always appreciate when you're in charge of everything. Cause you know, it's lonely at the top. I say that all the time to people. It's like, there's nobody out there that knows what you're going through Except for other people who are going through what you're going through, uh, so having accountability of peers that uh, that have had the same experiences or some variant of it is uh, is very beneficial uh, because you know you don't really know everything even wherever you are you know there's still something you haven't experienced that somebody else possibly has and we can learn from each other so that's what I really like about the the group the the connection there the access uh, is just it's invaluable. We, we, we need more big groups like this, uh, or at least more people in this group to, to, uh, appreciate, uh, more, I guess, more growth across the country.
0: Mm, sure, did true. I answer that question? Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. You did uh, great. My, my accountability group is awesome. I've got, uh, Amir Rashidian. Um, he's been in the group. I think he was a founder of the group originally. Um, I've got, uh, Butch Sonier and, uh, I got, uh, Dave Middleton, and then we have a um, uh, another one in our group that is, I think he's uh, moved on, but we've kept him. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep that to me for now.
1: <laughs> well, you got a great group there. And, you know, one of the things that I have... I think one of the many reasons, there's so many reasons why I love this organization, but the people, I think we all come, or most of us come in saying like, who am I, <laughs> right? Who am I that amongst all of these successful people, you know, who am I to be here or how do I fit in? And um, and I think that's what makes us, gives us all a little bit of that edge. There's There's never so much ego that You can't listen to constructive criticism, which is what one of the things that I love about the accountability groups, because these are people that, you know, we're all committed to one another, to being honest. And one of the things I always say to my team is, you know, you can tell me anything. I may not like what you have to say, but I want to know. And, and, you know, if I can filter that through, you know, in my brain and be mature about it, which I feel like this is definitely a group that is, then, then there's the only growth that you can get from that. So, um, yeah. So, you know, how would you say that, that these people have played a, a big part in you burning down all of those practices? Like, like how integral were they during this process of you finally saying, I'm I'm letting go?
2: Um, I think fairly, uh, fairly integral because, um, all of the people that I'm in, in my accountability group are extremely great at systems and procedures and, uh, in protocols and and staff management and, and expectations and, and whatnot. And I've been more, you know, big idea guy. You know, hey, here's the big idea. You all figure it out. And, you know, that doesn't work. It, and and like I said, I'm kind of a slow implementer. So it takes me a while to actually catch on and figure out that I should be doing these things. And, you know, every time we'd get together and talk about something and I implemented something, it made it better. And every time we talk and I am not doing something and it falls apart and then I put it back in and it goes better again. So, you know, being with people who are of that uh, caliber, um, you know, you, you rise with uh, with the people around you, I think. Um, I would say, you know, if if I didn't have the accountability group, I probably probably would have not uh, reopened a couple things or kept some things open and. Who knows where it would be at this point? Um, you know, it's hard. It it gets it gets hard out there some days. So you're like, yeah, could i gonna do something different. You know, how about selling, you know, uh, foot levelers or something? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, <laughs> it gets uh, it, it gets crazy. So without the team, I think uh, there would have been some some interesting days.
0: Yeah, it's so true. When people when I try to explain, you know, to incoming members that I've spoken with or just people about UAC, like trying to explain the accountability groups there's such an intangible value to that, to your group, because sometimes it's just nothing but support for right. for you when you're in a time where it's really important to not feel alone because you need to take some action. So, I mean, it goes from that all the way up to somebody saying a piece of advice that makes you a million dollars, right? Like, right. which has happened on those phone calls. It you to um, read a book even. Right?
1: Yes, like yes. That yeah. that we're aware of that we can share. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It's so, it's so cool to see those, you know, those needles move in those small groups. So we're um, just closing up with our time here, David. Um, It's been so fun to get to know you. I've got one final question for you. I like to, I'm just going to throw this at you. Um, I would just love to know, you know, you've done the multiple practices, you've gone in different areas and within our profession, what's something either personally or it could be per, um, personally, I'm sorry, professionally or personally that you haven't accomplished that you're really passionate about making happen in the next five or 10 years. Some, you, you basically your big, hairy, audacious goal. Hmm.
2: I have not determined my big, hairy, audacious goal yet uh, because I haven't done, I'm not done dreaming. Um, I think that I still wanna open more practices again. Uh, I need to get the right fit. I need to get the things working the way they need to to actually make that happen. Uh, I love the thought of of actually getting the multidisciplinary together as the Everybody's Health Network uh, to be as big as Anthem Network and things like that. That's my big, hairy, audacious, egotistical view of what I wanted to accomplish a long time ago. Um, the, the concept is still, you know, we can still do kind of like a multiple specialty and still have the same focus, which is the patient, uh, which is the positive outcome of people's uh, adventures in health. Uh, It doesn't have to be what it is. I mean, we, we've all experienced in the last several years, some absolute nonsense and just it's unnecessary. We got to get back to taking care of people first and profit second. And then I think that would solve a lot of the problems, but you know, being a big group doesn't mean that you're just out to to uh, to take advantage of that. You know, you offer up the services. You offer high quality services that people can uh, understand. Uh, they're not confused about it. They're simple to implement and uh, and a, and duplicatable. And I think that is what we need to focus more on in this group. Uh, not this group necessarily, but in the healthcare arena right now. You know, the last three years have proven to us to be uh stressful for patients and they're looking for alternatives that aren't what they were fed over the last couple years and i think right now we're in a great place as a industry uh as a you know natural health providers to to get more people well and i think we're going to run into staffing issues more than anything just because we just won't have enough people to take care of the needle going from 10 percent to 40 to 50 uh, which is what i hope to see soon
1: I like that. Um, I, I like the vision. Uh, some of the things that I got from you today is that you are that visionary and you have thrust. I don't know if you have you done your PDP? I'm the sure what? it says that. <laughs> so if you haven't done it, then you need to take it. Um, okay. But but you're also very authentic and um, and and it's one of the things that we that we love about you and we're, we're so happy to have you on sharing today. And with that said, are there just any last words, any last words of advice or um something you'd like to share, something you'd like UACers to know about you before we go?
2: No, um is this going to UACers or to potential UACers? We will see both
1: that. both. Both. Yep. I
2: I would say that, you know, if you're in UAC, stay in UAC. Um, <laughs> if you're not in UAC yet, get in UAC. Uh, After 20 years of practice, we all have our systems in place, whether they are written down or not. We all have some process that we go through on a daily basis or we wouldn't be here after 20 years. Uh, But it doesn't mean that all of your processes are good and all of your processes are the best they could be. Uh, But, you know, when you get with other people who are going through very cool things, uh, setting up franchises and and setting up uh, employment offers and finding people, et cetera, those are all awesome things that you can uh, get value out of this group for. Uh, not to mention just, you know, you're with the best of the best. I I, I I like all the chiropractors that I've ever met, although I don't always like what they do, but everybody in this group, I can say uh, with, with a clean conscience is that uh, their intentions are all genuine. I appreciate that.
0: that's so well said and uh just appreciate you david and your big vision and your big heart and thank you so much for being with us today and sharing sharing your wisdom
1: yes thank Thank you you. my mom always said show me your friends and i'll show you who you are and this is just point yet another person representing uac well these are the kind of people that are here so, yes, thank you so much for joining us today. We wish you all the best and any support we can offer or give you. Um, UACers, you know, if you want to step up and reach out to David and give him some advice along the way, we would love that connection um, because that's who we are and that's what we do. Thanks, everybody. Great. Have a good day. Thank
2: you. Bye.